Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Deadpool, the satisfying conclusion to every fan's burning anticipation, or a bit too much. Join our hardcore Deadpool fans and our open-minded newcomers as we debrief our first impressions. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for Deadpool, both the Tim Miller film and the Marvel Comics title, as well as the X-Men movie franchise, Scary Movie 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, Punisher Warzone, Blade Trinity, Taxi Driver, Fight Club, Breaking Bad, Man of Steel, Transformers, Iron Man 2, Transporter Refueled, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What a time to be alive, guys. What a time to be alive. I want to take you back to, oh man, I, I got to look it up. How many years ago was X-Men Origins? Nine. Wolverine? Eleven. Nine. Is that, are you just guessing at this Nine. point? Nine. X-Men Origins? 2009. Yeah. Six. 2009. Seven. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> was when X-Men Origins Wolverine came out in which Ryan Reynolds played a character named Wade Wilson who over the course of the movie becomes a character sort of called Deadpool but not really anything like uh, a character in the Marvel Comics universe called Deadpool that a lot of people really cared a great deal for right um, and not least among which was myself I was a big fan of that guy excited to see Deadpool in a movie was bummed that I didn't get to see Deadpool in a movie and then we came out of it, and right away, Fox seemed to notice that they had, one, made a bad movie because people didn't like X-Men Origins Wolverine. Two, they noticed that that movie did make a ton of money, so they should probably make more of them. And finally, they noticed that one of the big uh, outrages amongst the nerd fan community was that Deadpool wasn't given his proper day in the sun. So they authorized a Deadpool movie, a Deadpool spinoff in the uh, Wolverine x-men universe that was back in 2009 it happened almost immediately right out of the gate ryan reynolds wasn't signed but he was like loosely agreed to he was totally into the character wanted to play it they hired some gentlemen who wrote a screenplay for wrote the screenplay for zombie land to write a script for deadpool and they started to get hammering on some on the work but then it turns out no one knew how to make this stupid movie they were all going yeah but the script we wrote wrote seems to be rated R and Fox doesn't want to make an R rated Deadpool movie and can we make it otherwise and they don't get how to do it and then it just languished in development hell for years and years and years every time Ryan Reynolds was promoting some other movie he'd come along and somebody would say what about Deadpool and he'd be like I still hope we get to make it one day for all intents and purposes it was dead absolutely dead in the water I get it that's good dead it's in dead. the water that's oh good. I actually didn't even do that on purpose yeah dead. it was dead he knew what he was doing it was folks. dead now, out of nowhere, I don't know, how long ago was it that that test footage leaked? A year and a half, two years ago? I think right before it. they started filming, right? Yeah, it was, like, yeah. it was, a, it was a, a Comic-Con, right? Is that where it leaked, or was it Well, it was right around internet. that time. Okay. It was around there, yeah. I think it was 2014. So, years ago... Clearly, intentionally leaked. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think Ryan Reynolds did it himself. <laughs> there, was, um, there was a test footage shot to show internally at 20th Century Fox to say, oh, this is the tone of the movie. It was done with mocap with Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds CG it looks like a video game cutscene but it kind of captures the tone and spirit of what they were going for with the movie now this was shot and produced years ago right and Fox was like oh no we don't get this in the test footage Deadpool's like decapitating people using their severed heads as puppets and saying the f-word 
So it's wonderful. Naturally, Fox didn't get it. Somebody that was internally involved leaks this footage years later, and the internet just went nuts over it. I actually contributed to that myself by tweeting okay. to 20th Century Fox and saying, "Fox, this is." You great. tweeted at him. Huh? I did. That's a big deal. That was you. Whoa, they're just, reading all those tweets it's for sure. A, it's just a oh, pebble. They're a just pebble getting down every on night, the you know? sand of the beach. But I like to think that when they were all piling up, it was like there's hey, one more. You know, every avalanche needs that final snowflake, Josh and. Maybe you were every it. avalanche. <laughs> avalanche. Yeah. How do you say that word? Avalanche. 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 Well, avalanche. <laughs> You're just trying anymore, man. That's not. Come on with another metaphor. <laughs> every landslide needs that last pebble. Okay. Lost. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the the people spoke stone. and the studio listened because they liked money, and it really paid off. They made a Deadpool movie with. Fifty some odd thousand, or fifty some odd thousand, fifty some odd million dollars, which is just incredibly cheap for a superhero genre oh, yeah. movie. Yep, um, I was stunned to hear that. Somehow they were able to achieve, not just achieve, but they were they agreed upon an R-rated flick. Pretty hard R-rated flick. Yeah, really hard R. Hard R. Hard R. The best R. They hard promoted R. the crap out of it. Promoted the, they took they really took advantage of the fact that they had like a wisecracking character who was self-aware and broke the fourth wall. It seems like it paid off. It came out and made a ton of money. So and everyone sitting at this table went to see it at different intervals. I'm Josh. I'm here. Tyler. He went and saw Deadpool. Saw it. You you took your wife on a date to see Deadpool. We did. You believe that funny marketing that they used for Valentine's Day? No, I didn't actually see any of that. Oh. I went in. I went in. Deadpool pure. Oh Deadpool wow! Deadpool pure. All right. DPP. Patrick saw. I guess it. probably better said it was a Deadpool virgin. You know, because of all the crass sexual. Yeah, yeah you had to. Make I went it in. Sexual. I went in a virgin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw. It. I saw it by myself because all my friends went at different times. I couldn't go. Mm. But you <laughs> saw it. But I saw it. <laughs> Liam, it's cool. I'd have gone with him. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I took uh, a girl on our first date there. Whoa! Yeah, it was yesterday. Wow. It was a blind date. It was, uh, yeah, basically a book, yeah. That was a bold date. move, Liam. Yeah, bold moves. Bill Ford Tuff was, right here. Did she know what she was getting into? <laughs> they, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, the texting conversation we had led was founded on movies and went into Deadpool. And I was like, well, you know, this is... They met for the first this. time outside the theater and then went and sat down. It's <laughs> like, uh, here's your ticket. <laughs> you give it to the ticket taker. That's got some awkward parts uh, for our first date. Yeah, oh, man. Man. And we, it was uh, fodder for conversation afterwards. Oh, oh my. Well, we'll have to hear more about that. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to hear about how you talked about pegging with your first date. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pegging? <laughs> we can so talk off mic. Matt, Matt Hughes is here, obviously. He doesn't know how to say avalanche, but he did see Deadpool. I saw it with Josh. It was nice. We That's had true. A, we did. We had we a mandate. Each other. Yeah, opening, you know. opening day. Opening day, yeah. The night before opening day, actually. That's right. And I, this tangent sidebar here, this is the first time I've been to like a what do you, the preview screening the night before it officially mm -hmm. is released in years because those are always full of knuckleheads. So many Terrible knuckleheads. knuckleheads. Yeah. And this was no exception. Oh, it, it was, was This type awful. of film is, of course, going to draw knuckleheads. It was out seething. Of the but you would hope that the R rating would filter out the 17 and under knuckleheads. No. No, oh, those ushers aren't paid enough to fill no. those jerks. Yeah, out. they don't care. They ain't checking. <laughs> They're not uh -uh. paid to be police. Uh -uh. It was so bad. There were boys getting high in the parking lot before we went in, and I was like, "Man, I hope they get sleepy, not Bro, stupid." That's in legal, there. man. There were that, lots of oh, hot yeah, we topic in kids in Deadpool t-shirts. There was right. a guy dressed up in a full-on yeah, he head-to-toe suit. Full suit on. Which right. his eyes covered? 
Well, he, he had was a mask carrying a in mask. his hand. Um, and people were like, bet you hot. Bet those balls are sweating. <laughs> Stuff like, like yeah, that. They had Deadpool jokes, right? Yeah, that was the kind of yeah. audience we were with. It honestly sounded like a noisy cafeteria. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Through the whole film? No. Once the actual movie started, it it died down enough that this loud, loud movie completely yeah. drowned everyone yeah, out. But there was one guy who just straight up was just yelling at the screen. At one point, he went, "Hey, that looks like Vancouver, BC." We like, like that. Yeah, like that, right. that volume. I know. Why? Like, why, do, why does that matter? Is he it, from I Vancouver? Mean, it is Vancouver. It was Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, it, that's why I look like it. that. I'm like, good job, man. We all know that. <laughs> so I went and saw it's opening day proper, you know. The Friday. Not the day before opening day, which is actually opening day, but it's like <laughs> a soft opening. So, wh- you saw that? You saw it on the hard opening? I saw hard it on opening. the opening the hard day, opening. Friday, Friday morning. Hard, and, uh, hard opening. You said your theater was completely full? Yeah, yeah it was sold out. out. My theater was almost completely empty. Yeah, I wish w- I wish oh I would have been here, except for a small pocket of people who were all sitting in the best seats. You know, of course. Did, wait, did you go <laughs> during the daytime or at the yeah, nighttime? It was, it was like ten a.m. Well, that's because the other people have real jobs. Ooh. Yeah, no, no, my no, daytime one was fifty percent full. It was pretty cool. Mm. Ooh. when yeah. was what time of day was yours? Mine was at twelve o'clock noon. Mm, ten a.m. early. If you can early. get at it before noon time, you shave because knuckleheads aren't awake. Wait, wait. Does anyone want to know like how full my theater was? No, let me finish my experience. Oh, I, I go in the morning. I get myself some Cinnabon as I'm walking up to the theater. I sneak that in, and I'm, I'm having a good time. Good to know. Is that what you, did you That's did it? you make Sarah carry it in her purse this time? Oh, of course, yeah. You smuggle it in in the purse. Yeah, I'm not gonna just go in there brazen holding up. Some okay, get, let me ask you Cinnabon. this. This, this is gonna sound like silly, you know, conversation fodder. But I'm really curious. When you get something nice like that, do you wait till the actual movie starts to eat it, or do you just sit down and start eating it? Uh, usually, I'm eating it during the previews. Because yeah. I, I don't want to be distracted by that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, but, sticky fingers. But you could see how an argument could be made that it would be fun to enjoy the treat to while savor you're the treat. Yeah, yeah. The movie, but it's but distracting. It's distracting. But you'd have to look down yeah. and then you're missing stuff, especially on the with Cinnabon popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Cinnabon. Yeah, you gotta kind of popcorn. You can go in blind. Sticky. You can't see Tyler. Yeah. He's doing some I'm, gestures. I'm, yeah, he was I'm like miming a knife and fork. Pantomiming my plastic fork that's not quite cutting through the Cinnabon. Yeah, a little bit. You gotta get that down before the previous yeah. I like to sneak in a cold drink like a blue sky or oh, something oh for sure stop, and I stop giving them promotion <laughs> and I uh, I nurse Maybe it give us I nurse it down once, movie. once they pay us we'll promote blue sky <laughs> <laughs> you're promoting Until cinnamon beep yeah. oh shoot yeah. I went to a cinnamon roll <laughs> restaurant <Based> bun place <laughs> cinnamon roll I went to the cinnamon roll store. Cinnamon rolls, yeah. (laughs) Some kind of cinnamon flavored bun. Waiter, (laughs) waiter. (laughs) Could I get two of your finest cinnamon rolls to go? (laughs) I'll have a number one, I guess. (laughs) As that's all you sell. Let's make it a cinnamon roll classic. (laughs) Wait, Liam, how full was your theater? It was fifty percent full. Cool. On uh, President's Day. Oh, the day of the president's. What time of day? We're talking three forty. Oh wow! Oh, okay. all right. Yep. Afternoon. That. That's the first date. Is at three forty in the afternoon. Why are you going on day dates to Deadpool, man? <laughs> because then you go to because of the the small group of people. Oh, that it you was. Think is oh, it was a there. chum hangout situation. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. That yeah, makes more sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, That's anyway, less awkward. Now that we've got all our personal. Anyway, all those theater experiences combined, Deadpool just smashed the box office. Yeah. Because of our money. Just jammed its crotch right all up <laughs> against the box office. 
we're, we gotta carry on the congruent Deadpool, Deadpool tone yeah like that's the tone of this podcast is the same as the tone of that movie just rubbed his butt all <laughs> over it <laughs> really get it a is a piece of this box office it's pretty shocking how well this movie it's done so well doing. Yeah. I had no idea what to think and I know they were expecting it to do I think the number was close to half of what it actually did was the yeah. projected estimate. Right, they were talking million like was 70. Like the very right. They were like, yeah. hopefully we'll make our budget back plus some like pocket change. 70 million wouldn't have been a, a dud. No, that was you said the budget, that's what green budget was 58. Equal. Budget yeah. 58. Yeah, even so they made 70. 70 12, great, right? 12 but it mil. looked like it was a hundred million dollar movie. Like it looked fantastic. It looked great. It did yeah, look very I'm good. Very impressed. Colossus uh, finally looked post production yeah. work was really really well done. Yeah. But for this movie to walk away this weekend with one hundred and fifty three million dollars to be the biggest R rated weekend opening of all time, uh, to be the biggest f- opening biggest for, for the biggest president for Fox we- days weekend it, opening. It, it outgrossed the other X Men movies in this. The biggest X Men movie opening ever, and Hugh Jackman wasn't in it. Yeah, <laughs> they cut his face out of a magazine. <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> that was freaking enough. awesome. He, he was said in it enough. Something that rhymes with. Wolverine or something. Yeah, <laughs> he did a funny Australian accent and talked yeah. about Hugh Jackman's nads. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see how well the film has done, and I'm kind of happy for Ryan Reynolds and you know the directors and writers. Yeah, that they have, must be feeling vindicated. Yeah, yeah it's totally vindication for all this work. Like, it's kind hey, of been a labor of love for them, where they've had to be like advocates for Deadpool and for saying, so "No, this long. movie's yeah. worth making. Mm-hmm. Let us do it." And the <laughs> production studio is finally like, "Yeah, fine, whatever, just." You leak to that footage. Just go make the movie. <laughs> here's <laughs> like here's it. a pittance <laughs> amount of money yeah. to do it, okay. so you can have like and people five people on screen at a yeah, time. Yeah, it's really That's inspiring. The writers and the director and Ryan Reynolds have yeah, been advocating for so many years, and they got to do it exactly how they said they would only yeah. do it, and it's paid off. So yeah, so good so for them. So. They they took a lot of risks, and it it worked out well for them. Yeah. yeah. So before we get the, uh, there's the, there's a few things I think we can unpack for fun in our Deadpool conversation, but let's, let's put our cards on the table, gentlemen, let's go around and just in a couple of sentence tweet style, give your review of Deadpool. What did you think about Deadpool? I'll let, I'm going to let Tyler go last. Cause I think he's going to be a contrarian. So Matt, Matt Hughes, what did you think about Deadpool? Uh, I mean, I absolutely loved it. All of it from start to finish opening credit to final, sting scene um i've read the comic books and was excited to see ryan reynolds play him he like the you're oh, out right, of character okay, more than yeah, characters. <laughs> <laughs> all right you should have seen him physically <laughs> recoil <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah yeah, yeah mine great. was a facebook update <laughs> <laughs> but you can just keep Damn, going man, <laughs> way too many characters there's not enough politics oh. for it to oh. be a facebook Trump update it's <laughs> bad Wow, no, no, no. we're not getting political here. Come on, this uh, is okay. a movie podcast. Feel the burn. Cool. Uh, personally, I, uh, I'd give it uh, five Chris Elliott baby hands from Scary Movie Two. Uh, I thought it was uh, a ro- like I five out of five baby yeah. hands. Okay, yeah, five out of five. Um, I thought it was uh, yeah, just hilarious. I'm not very familiar with the comic so much, but I was riveted not only. Uh, action-wise, but with just the general, uh, just like the humor, it was snarky, it was quick, it was just as sharp as as the action was, and just the uh, the overall pace of it. Very, yeah, very. So five, five out of five. You do the same, Matt. Done. Yes, five out of five. An enthusiastic five out okay. of five. Mm-hmm. An yeah. avalanche. <laughs> avalanche of five. An avalanche of stars. <laughs> Patrick. 
Uh, I would also give it a five out of five. I love the comic books, and I think this is just a really great movie. It was I liked it a lot because I liked the character and the story, but I thought it was just a really great movie. Like Liam said, the tone and all was just so well done. Good job, guys. Hmm. How about you, Josh? Um, I'm not going to say anything different than these guys. I really, really loved it. Very super satisfying if you you know were into that character at all but even aside from that um very high at entertainment value and i thought really really original and kind of genre deconstructing in a lot of fun ways so mm-hmm. great tyler i also love the movie <laughs> oh! <laughs> however i was like 25 uh, oh there's a twist it was original it was funny it was well made I don't have as much enthusiasm for it, though. I think that it was maybe a little too self-aware, maybe a little too heavy-handed with the Deadpool comedy. Although I laughed, I just, you know, I I think it was slightly contrived. Contrived? A little forced. A little forced. And I I think that maybe, maybe it was just one too many fourth wall breaks or... Man, you hate movies. One too many. <laughs> I think it was just too self-aware is the issue. That's the and I appreciate I appreciate comedy that's self-aware and it doesn't take itself too seriously. But I, I don't think that they they perfected it. So with that said, I do love the movie. And he had <laughs> and a blind I give lady it, building IKEA furniture. I get it. It's funny. I give it four out of four point five out of five. I actually think that Tyler It's the lowest rating at the table. He's uh he does have a point on on some of the stuff though. I think that I was having such a good time that nothing in it was like, oh, that took me out of it. I was having so much fun. But if I step back and I look at, you know, like the whole thing, I could acknowledge that it's not a a perfect movie even for what it was doing. I think there were instances where um, there's like one too many forced F words or one too many like penis gags or something like that. Uh Never too many. Then it, <laughs> then it felt like a little bit like uh, not just over the top for the sake of like fun and being outrageous and inventive, but just like uh, they were kind of running on fumes of ju- juvenile humor. Uh-huh. But those moments were always kind of, to, at least to me and my viewing experience, they are tiny little flickers in between such like wonderful pacing and jokes that were yeah. genuinely very, oh funny. very funny sure. i yeah. laughed to myself today when i was thinking about when his wrists are all busted up and he just as an aside just says all the dinosaurs feared the t-rex <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was just walking down the street and remember that and just laughed out loud because yeah. his arms were worthless yeah because he's got tiny broken arms that's the thing i haven't thought about that joke since i left the theater while i was watching well, i was good, laughing yeah. so much that i thought i'll never be able to remember all these gags they're no, really delivered on the page oh, yeah. you got to see it again oh, yeah. you just like, what did i miss out while i was laughing so funny in the time yeah, yeah. And I it really delivered like a lot of yeah. Those things were improvised. You could tell like there was a lot of like improvisation yeah. going on there because <clears throat> yeah. the trailer has different gags. Because we went back and watched the trailers. Sure, yeah, sure. The trailers, yeah, they had different uh, punchlines than than aired in the film. Right. Yeah. And I went into the movie uh, without having seen the trailers. Me too. Uh, I, I I already had already decided that I'd go see Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. I'd seen a few like production shots of him on a overpass. You know. F- jumping over some 
turned over SUV and I thought, yeah, this is good enough. I'll, I'll go see it. Yeah. So I just avoided the trailers and I'm glad I did because watching the trailers now, You're like, just, it gave yeah. away all the punchlines. It's yeah. like, it just, a ton of really, there's yeah. a really lot of great laughs gags. that yeah. I wouldn't have been yes. able to enjoy in the but movie. You, you could sympathize with, the, they had their work cut out for them to market this movie to you in a way right. that would make sense to the audience. Like yeah. they have to really let you know they're doing something different and try to put all these different elements because the movie plays really effortlessly with like the act that really delivers on action. It really delivers on spectacle. It really delivers on the comedic stuff. And it actually has like a character thread in it. It has a solid story. Like with, uh, with Wade Wilson's character. Yeah. That does have a charm about him. Yeah. That's like you, you like the guy and are you even like him as a dislikable character? enough to you know that some of the things are obviously pretty typical but uh it was just really pieced together in a way that was really fun and the you know the tim miller the director said that uh part of the you know the shoe the hamstrung budget or the shoestring budget that they had forced them to do things that no one would ever do in a superhero movie because Mm -hmm. they're like well we don't have the money to have them fight on the helicarrier and go to a different planet and everything so we're gonna have to have more conversations around a table and we're gonna have this is well fox don't own the helicarrier that's why they just had that busted up up navy ship that was clearly a helicarrier that's why they had to extend that one long fight scene on the freeways as much as they could but like well we already paid money for this test footage animatics so we can just use that and save them a hundred thousand dollars. That great mm-hmm. uh, fight sequence on the bridge where he's counting the bullets becomes yeah. essentially just a long dialogue. It's like the first half of the movie. Yeah, and it yeah. was great. It, it was, was like great. The the parts where he was arguing with these B string, these B list uh, X Men was as entertaining as when he was counting the bullets. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I mean, true. Would you guys I mean, think of uh, setting the tone with the opening credits? Oh, that was so good. The opening credits were really, really good. I thought the slow motion actually looked really good. It was really yeah. Well made, mm-hmm. and yes. the the character type, cl- the cliche character right. types that are kind of rolled with the credits. I yeah. thought it was very funny. It didn't say but who was in it. Like it just nothing. Yeah, each nothing person. About I was like, yeah. you got to be kidding. No, who's, I, I've never seen this before. I appreciate you. A CG character. Uh, some about uh, right. a gratuitous vi- cameo English, from yeah. Stanley. Yeah. 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 yeah an <laughs> English then, villain. And then yeah. like yeah. the writers who are the real heroes here. Yeah. 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 Which is true and absolutely how Ryan Reynolds feels about the fact the that writers. I know that this, this is not terribly unique, but the juxtaposition of that entire scene unfolding to angel of the morning, mm. the, mm-hmm. uh, the song. Yeah. It was really effective. It was really yeah. funny. It was funny. And they managed to fit a lot of details into that scene that actually s- set up the movie really well. And Ryan Reynolds on the cover of People Magazine. Yeah, Sexiest what is that? Yeah, that was yeah. great. That See, was that's, wonderfully that's the kind of stuff where I laughed. Yeah. But as soon as I finished laughing, I thought, that's just, what? What are we doing? This is too yeah. self-aware. Well, and then later <laughs> he jokes about himself and says yeah. that thing about... How lousy he, an actor he is. Yeah, like he's yeah. a lousy actor. He didn't exactly get as far as he got like on his acting chops because he's like complimenting his own good looks. Yeah. With I like that. Al while they're that's building good. that Ikea stuff. Yeah, it's funny. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny. But, but that, what like, are we doing? But, th- but that's exactly <laughs> what Deadpool does. Like Deadpool will like he'll be like on Spider Man's on Spider Man's back and be like, Man, if the internet could see us now they'd go crazy and Spider Man says what well, he's like, Well obviously we go to different websites or he'll reference Batman or 
Like, mm-hmm. so that's that's part of his... He referenced Batman in this movie, and I thought, this is a really interesting moment, because he was talking about Batman and Robin. Like, yeah. at this point, he's, uh, like, aware of other comic book yeah. universes. <laughs> like, he knows about other... Like, I mean, heck, he freaking comes out of the Marvel Universe at one point in the comic books and kills our universe. Like, he kills the writers of Marvel. Like, it's that <laughs> meta and, uh-huh. like, fourth wall it's breaking. very meta. Very self-aware. Yeah. So many fourth wall breaks. And I, I appreciated there was there was some elements of charm to that. And I think the biggest laughs were those, like, self-deprecating jokes mm-hmm. where they're, they're even laughing at Marvel as a whole. Totally. Taking cuts at the, or the, right. green, the source material, the, the jabs like at the, the Green Lantern companies. that he did. That was good. Just don't make my suit green suit or green. animated. Yeah. Like that was fantastic. It's very funny. Yeah, it's like w- great. We get it, Ryan yeah. Reynolds. But this is what does that have to do with Deadpool? <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're just making Ryan Every, Reynolds. That's, right that's the essence of Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. But I, like when when he knocks on uh, the school for gifted youngsters, he knocks on the door for the school of gifted youngsters, and he says, "This is a big house. Why is there only two of you in there?" It's yeah. almost like the production studio didn't have enough big enough. Budget X Men. That's brilliant. Doesn't this thing, doesn't this thing explode every few years? Like, what's going on? Yeah, here? it's true. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. explode every. That's it's funny fantastic. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I really appreciate films that don't take themselves too seriously. Because you look at the other Marvel movies, Marvel proper movies like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and even Ant Man. Those two films have something special. Like, there's a there's like a real charisma there that's captivating because they don't take themselves too right because they're self and you have a great time yeah. watching action adventure and a lot of comedy that is just like really well balanced and so you get that kind of magic from deadpool but it's, it's a just kind of magic a fourth wall inside a fourth wall yeah. break oh that was like what are we brilliant he's like he's, 16 he's telling us this is a fourth wall yeah. break and then he Cuts to well, come on. That's what I want. I'd have I been really it. bummed yeah, out. I hadn't if seen it before. I those originals. I liked it too. I liked that. I liked when it went really, really over the top. But I do think some of the funniest moments were the subtle self-aware humor when when Deadpool's being dragged limp by Colossus and he says I'm taking you to the professor yeah. and Deadpool <laughs> says Stewart or McAvoy yeah, <laughs> right. that was it's hard to keep up with these timelines yeah because yeah. yeah. it happens really fast <laughs> and people yeah. are were laughing at a different joke and I was yeah. just like oh that's that's yeah, so great that was and, fantastic yeah. and hey god bless them they finally did the eyes that have yeah, a they did a great move. job with them. Yeah, that like did so much. That, that added helped. so much to the movie. And, and even yep. that's the only that's the type of thing you can only do in a movie like this because it's funny. You don't really think that much about it, but in a Marvel comic, even someone like Spider-Man, there uh, his eyes in the mask, his yeah, mask eyes will so much. articulate expressions and uh-huh. things. Um, because it's hard to make a character communicate on flat sure. on a page. Sure. Right. Um, but they're never going to make, because it doesn't make any physical sense, so they're never going to put right. that in a Spider-Man movie. But Deadpool's <laughs> eyes were completely expressive, yeah. even yeah. Car- cartoonally so. Right, yeah. they did like the crescent moon. But it was somewhat <laughs> subtle. I think Look, it at one point. It was subtle yeah. enough where you, right. it didn't seem weird, but it like it really landed to the jokes. But they're, yeah. they're like the... the part where he does like the kevin McAllister with the hands on either <laughs> side of his face like so much, that's yeah. straight like lifted straight out of a panel of From the comic the pages, books and yeah. it I, the first time I was, I was like i'm so glad they took the time to like put yeah. that in there they, they really paid a lot of respect to the original character but like 
they had to wink at the camera and make some some jokes at it themselves in order yeah. for the audience to like buy it because all these other Marvel movies they just take themselves so freaking seriously yeah right you yeah. don't get that with Captain America or Iron no. Man like Thor's these are, not these doing are like a serious Jim films glance at camera yeah, yeah you don't get that that Jim <laughs> that Jim Halpert thing yeah and I think that, that Ant Man they did the same thing where they had to make fun of themselves a little bit sure. to lighten the mood and for the audience to accept it mm-hmm. same thing with Guardians where there's a lot of self-deprecating humor. James Gunn did a great job making Guardians where Excellent it was job. they'd build themselves up and then they'd cut themselves down yeah. and it was like a good balance. I think Deadpool might have gone a little too far. Yeah. Well, yeah. that also speaks to its originality. I mean, if we were to take out this, I mean, just the humor. I mean, you could put this humor on like another movie and find it just as like entertaining, I think. But the fact that they made it out of a comic book movie, like it kind of needed it to happen. If it, I mean, they could have just made another... Like Spider-Man movie, yeah, and it would have just that, tanked. There's like superhero this, fatigue. I think no, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think so. Th- moving in this direction of kind of R-rated, it's like all right. The audiences have grown up from being children, and like the budgets cannot support, you know, the R rating. And mm-hmm. let's let's kind of get let's get real with potentially Wolverine or what we're going to do next. Heck, the X-Force movie. You know, what's interesting about it, too, is that it's not like an adult comic book adaptation or even adult superhero movie is a completely alien concept. We've had them before. We had Zack Snyder's Watchmen. We We had had Sin City. We had... 300. Yeah. We've had all these movies that were... And a lot of them, some of these Mark Miller movies, like... uh, what was the, the recent one with the Kingsman and stuff? Kingsman yeah. was yeah. Our, yeah. our cut from a very similar cloth in terms of a bit on the fun and funnier side, but with like um, strong, brutal violence, stuff like that. Uh, so it's not like that. I think, I mean, it's not just the fact that it's R rated and that it's crass and that it's funny. Obviously the self-aware humor is what I think Tyler's, really getting at uh, an interesting point because it's a marriage of the the fun that you have with guardians of the galaxy but guardians of the galaxy for all intents and purposes is a family movie it's like a kid's movie mm-hmm. um with enough humor for mom and dad <laughs> right that they can you have to be you have to be an, an arts uh history major to understand <laughs> the jackson <laughs> to, pollock yeah joke. to laugh at how dirty that joke was yeah. but with deadpool it just puts all its cards out there and is extremely crass from the opening, like scene, literally from much. the opening credits, yeah, um, and and really profane in that sense. But it's it's so funny to me that like this this character is so bizarre, even in his even in the source material, because Deadpool spent forever as like a second fiddle character in the X Men universe or in X Force, right? As a backup character that was like he knew he was in a comic book, and I right. even as a kid or whatever when I was a teenager and reading, I was like, I don't get this guy. Why does mm-hmm. he like say things like, "Oh, that happened ten issues ago" or something? I was like, this is taking me out of the comic book. <laughs> it's distracting. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. they gave him his own book uh, a while back so that good. that I read a ton of, and that's when I was like, oh the. This is so when he gets to be the starring vehicle of something, it's so fun for them to be able to explore. Because if you put Deadpool as a character back now at this point, back in an X Men movie, mm-hmm. they would never be able to, mm-hmm. it'd be like oil and water. You can't, yeah, it would be, right. they would never blend. But if he has free reign to like the movie play by his character's rules, then I think that they were right to like, let's just see how insane this can go. And the, <laughs> the, the, the 
culminating moment for me was when he gets stabbed in the head, falls over, and he hears Chicago's You Are the Inspiration <laughs> yeah. playing while he's looking at his girlfriend. <laughs> and and animated and birds and unicorns. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> was that like Songs of the South? Is that what that was? Yeah. With the, yeah. Like, <laughs> so was brave with stuff they pulled off. And even like the 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 thing we're doing where the comic book movies where they're scared to leave the masks on. You know, like mm-hmm. the Spider-Man movies, as soon as it gets emotional, he takes his mask off. Yeah. You know, Captain yeah. America takes his helmet off Iron all the time. Iron Man's helmet comes up all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's got the yeah. HUD all the time. But this guy, when he's in it, he's got a complete mask or his face is scarred up. <laughs> so it's like right. they threw out all of this, the stuff that yeah. they like. Good point. Or have to be bounded to typically. Yeah, pretty much. Like the second mm-hmm. and third yeah. act, you didn't see Ryan Reynolds' real face. Yeah. Well, the, and the movie treated Wade Wilson and Deadpool like different entities. Mm-hmm. Because when you got the backstory, Wade Wilson, it was all his thing. Once he was, when he was set in the present as Deadpool, it was pretty rare for him to take off. And when he was truly interactive, he was always in the mask. It made them feel like two different characters in a fun way to me. Right. But the the best laughs and the best fun, uh, you know, they were supported by the fourth wall breaking and all that stuff. But just almost the Quentin Tarantino level like montage ultraviolet scenes like when he yes. <laughs> when, when he was laughing at the guy saying you're about to be killed by a Zamboni that was yeah. scary yeah. in like was five funny. minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah that kind of comedy is really good yeah but the more that they acknowledge that you're watching a movie the more you realize you're watching a movie <laughs> the more you realize you're sitting in a theater next to a stranger who's chomping on popcorn and it's you're like you're forced in this weird tension where you're in and out of the movie so often that it, it is distracting. Yeah, but the well, pacing like keeps you engaged. The I pacing think. It just was fantastic. Keeps going. There was a lot of like, laughs. I can't even like catch my breath and criticize yeah, it. I'm even just when like, he's ah. pushing me out of the movie, I'm yeah. laughing. Yep. <laughs> and I'm coming back in because the pacing is so good. Mm-hmm. But it just was kind of like almost an, like an exhausting process. Yeah. But now you have to, man. Can you imagine being an executive at 20th Century Fox and being handed that screenplay? It's like it's describing, mm-hmm. okay, so then he gets stabbed in the head and we'll have Chicago <laughs> plan. He'll see cartoons. <laughs> and they had to have been like, this is a mess. Are you, what? Yeah. Are you really in my office with this yeah. screenplay? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're giving away the other movies. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. There was even a, a moment in the film where it was such a wonderful piece of director's intent where you hear off screen Ryan Reynolds say, this is my most prized possession. And then the camera opens on an action figure of yeah. the crappy version of Deadpool from the X-Men Origins movie. <laughs> and then he like holds uh, something the different. Wham vinyl. Yeah, the Wham vinyl yeah. into the frame <laughs> as a psych out. <laughs> yeah. well, I, heard that, I heard that originally that line was, um, not this, this is the most god-awful piece of S that's ever been made. And then the writers were like, we probably should, like, even though that's true, we probably shouldn't like badmouth another movie by the people that are funding our movie yeah. <laughs> quite too that much. much. So. Yeah, too that much so. We might have crossed the line. <laughs> like, we can poke fun at it, but it not was just enough that way. It was yeah. enough that it was we just got in it. the shot. Yeah. I also fun. didn't think that I was concerned that the X Men cameos are going to be overshadowing or like who are yeah. all these weird characters but i didn't feel like they were intrusive Got obscure well because yeah. negasonic teenage warhead's been in one book ever really? yeah she's she's That's a real, real marvel character but she's been in like one mm-hmm. story, i will say this those are some, i like they're great. pretty lousy x-men because they they knew that the guy had a prisoner in his trunk they didn't help him yeah <laughs> that fire girl <laughs> killed a whole bunch of people <laughs> That's and true. during the fight and colossus 
He was funny. I like Colossus. Colossus was just eating he cereal. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Where was he eating cereal pops out and he's like, oh, miss, hang on. Just, you need to yeah. fix that. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was like, so him sweet. See, I the love metal that. Where, where they, they stop the action for something yeah. that's obscure or yeah, I out of place. Right. Like when he sees, he recognizes the guy from Bob. the TGI Fridays. Yeah, Hydra yeah. Bob. Yeah. 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 And he stops the fight and he says that they catch up for a second. Like, that's funny. I, I appreciate that break in the action. But in those moments, they're not winking at the camera right there you still get to appreciate you still get to be an observer style humor yeah Yeah. but it's it's not where he's turning to us stopping Mm -hmm. the action and talking Mm -hmm. to us like the first words out of his mouth in the film are something to the effect of like i know what you're thinking who did this guy have to blah 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 to get his own movie so it's like as soon as you connect with the character you're acknowledging the fact that and before that you get those opening credits where it's like not a single real piece of information (laughs) just like i mean (laughs) similar to the narrator in fight club like you're the there's a voice throughout the movie talking to you about what's happening on screen like i think it's it's definitely a trope that is used well, but I think there mm-hmm. are, there are really strong ways to wink at the camera without actually having to stop physically wink stop at the camera. Stop the story <laughs> and turn to the at, camera. He does it. Yeah, maybe one or two points actually wink at the camera. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine by yeah, me. Yeah, there's a the show Thirty Rock does this so well where they can yeah. they can be talking about two things at once one you know whatever storyline is taking place in the film but two it's like the bigger picture of this of the show itself right as it exists like, like they'll reference one, nbc and, yeah they're yeah. always making jokes about yeah. nbc but there's like one time where one of the characters says that she's uh she's snarting oh yeah and she's like it's okay i can say that because it's 10 o'clock now yeah and which of course right. the show it had just started airing at 10 at p.m 10 o'clock, so it's yeah. like it's funny. Yeah. You can Well, they like, you know, they'll talk about but like on, Snapple in this, and in then, the episode yeah. on the story it was 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So like I I get that this is, has multiple levels. Yeah. But Liz Lemon, <laughs> Tina Fey is not turning to the to the camera and saying That's a great show. Yeah. yeah. My only my only uh qualm with the movie would be that it wasn't long enough. And this is what I mean by that <laughs> is cuz I just really liked it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> great. <laughs> is oh, I would have I think they could have I would have liked to see the montage of him going through the bad guys uh with his board and all, you know, like developing the suit and everything. That could have to me that could have yeah. been fleshed out a little more. I agree. Cuz I felt like we got to see him fight on the bridge. And we got to see the big fight at the end. And the rest was really well written. But mm-hmm. like just the linking story, tying it all together. Because it didn't feel like it had real acts. It just felt like it was like a one Well, that's another thing. interesting thing is, I, you know, oh, not yeah. to be this nerdy guy. But the, the longest run of Deadpool's title comic, the only one that I read from start to finish, some, you know, hundred issues or whatever. That was how every issue was. It was always out of pace. So you'd start right in the middle together. and then it would be like a day before that. And then you would go right. back and it mm. would slowly work itself together. I thought that was yeah, kind of fun. It doesn't bother me. It worked really well yeah. for the story. I think yeah. it had pretty... I, I would maybe push back a little, Patrick, and say I think that there were pretty clear acts. There was the flashback stuff, which was essentially him on the bridge and we'd flashback to him pre-cancer. Then there was the mutant factory... And then there was hunting the bad guys after you saw his 
penis. Yeah, but yeah, those but are the, the story. That's the story. That was all origin story. He even acknowledges the origin story and says, oh, now you're all caught true. up. Because it's it was all the, wrapped in. The yeah, fight on the fair. bridge encompassed yeah. uh, pre-cancer and, and mutant and factory. Mutant factory. Yeah. And I like that. I thought it was great. Yeah. It's just right. so interesting when you think about it because you don't think about it like, oh, this is how the movie, you just think of it like one weird intro, you know, interline story that's all yeah. connected yeah. together. Yeah, well, with that too, like as far as the mutant factory goes, like it's my understanding as far as the comic goes that Deadpool became Deadpool because he was getting cured for his cancer, but he was part of a Weapon X program that helped make uh, Wolverine what he was. They got some of Wolverine's DNA and made him what he is. Whereas the movie's just alluding to, we're going to stress you out so much that you're going to basically cure yourself and become it's force the mutant force you into a mutant. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't miss that right. So that was but no, as right. far as the com- that's an accurate the comic. You were distracted right? by the yeah. the date that you were with. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> we're seeing and the a fact lot that you just watched a sexual here. montage <laughs> <laughs> on your first day. Yeah. A sexual montage, all celebrating particular holidays. Yeah, like you yeah. didn't lean over and say "Happy Presidents." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a, beer I got a wig. In, I got a wig in my bag. <laughs> Let me get my stovepipe hat. I got a top hat. <laughs> the, yeah. You know, another one of the things that I'd love to. It's in, it's interesting to think about where they'll send Deadpool in the future now that they've been able to convince Fox that they knew what they were doing and it paid off at least this one time. I can only imagine that the studio now, instead of being like, whatever, here's five bucks, go make your stupid movie. Now they're going to be like, oh, you need to do this and you need to do this and you need 10 villains in it and you need more crossover and they're going to have to fight to preserve the integrity of their idea because there's still a lot of stuff that you could do with this, especially with a little more money. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be like mm-hmm. more explosions or anything, but they can just, you know, kind of expand the scope well, I mean, of what they're yeah, able to do. With great. cable, they can travel in freaking time. I know, Ooh, man. They need, to get, <laughs> they need to get Hugh Jackman in before he's done. Yeah, they always said he's done, but man, that would be I know, so great. That would be great if they could get... Who owns... Ah, oh, freaking Sony owns Spider-Man. It would be beautiful one time to have a little... Well, that ain't going to happen. But I know, Wolverine's right? actually... They'll definitely, yeah, they'll definitely get Wolverine in. Yeah, hopefully. If, but if it ain't Hugh Jackman, who cares? I was kind of thinking it was possible he'd show up. Th- yeah, that well, would have been lovely. Stay. He kind of did. <laughs> 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 but this movie is more popular, more successful than the Wolverine films. Hugh Jackman Any will them, definitely yeah. show up. Yeah. I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> speak, and they're friends. I speak very confidently. And they're, they're friends. friends. Yeah, they hung out and did that funny little Eddie the Eagle press junket yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. The Something that was done in the comics a lot that I would love to see them try to do in the uh, movies was they'll push the black comedy to the point where it just becomes something really ugly and then go back into comedy as if it... Because there's obviously a ton of black comedy in Deadpool. But like one arc in the comics revolves around Deadpool trying to get as much money as he can't he's like gotten to a point where he's so frustrated with his inability to die that he's like oh if i can just do enough mercenary jobs i'll have all the money i want i can buy all the stuff i want and then i'll be happy and he gets all this money he buys all this stuff and he gets like a nice house he fills it with crap and then he spends like a year in front of a tv eating food and (laughs) then huge and fat yeah he's huge and fat and he in the comic he has like two voices in his head that are always talking to him and the voices are like what did you think was going to happen and he's like i guess more and then shoots himself in the head and then the comic ends <laughs> with him then, well, I mean, killing himself to try to reset his brain to go do something I've else. I think in the in the most <laughs> recent arcs, the ones that I've seen, is that him okay. and Thanos fall in love with the personification of death because, yeah. you know, the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And, like, Thanos actually gives Deadpool back his ability to die. 
And I well, think you're spoiling Mike the Killen. comics for everyone right now. Oh, man, Thanos now. has that ability. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, he's got that he Infinity Glove. So, what I'm saying is that it. I wonder what in the world they're gonna do next. With they were able to deliver uh, a story that was engaging, comedy that was like well timed, didn't let up. It integrated was, well. Mm-hmm. The action was the action beats really hit effectively. Mm-hmm. Now with the studio actually paying attention and coming mm-hmm. to show right. up, they're downstairs like leaning in their over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I maybe w- don't write that line. Do you there. think that with the success of Deadpool, he'll make his way into an Avengers film now? Into an no, Avengers never, because they're owned by different. He might make his oh, way into an X Men right. movie. He wouldn't make it. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No, you gotta think everything's changed it's, now. It's the X Men might make Marvel. it into his movie. You think he's yeah, the king of the? He's the king true. now. Like the, right. Wouldn't it be great if I they forgot just about the mutant divide? Yeah, yeah the mutant of divide. Of course, yeah. as James Gunn accurately predicted, now the studios are going to think, "Well, we need to make more R-rated superhero movies." Right. That's the yeah. ticket now, mm-hmm. not because this movie was actually clever and unique and did something original and that's why audiences are connecting with it but because he said the f word a lot mm-hmm. a lot right. mm-hmm. a lot but uh correct me if i'm wrong this is how i feel like the fact that the movie is rated r is not the reason that it's no it wasn't the f words that that made no. it successful it was the self-deprecating humor the you know the risk the risks that it was willing to take the the Pacing. I wonder if some of it was the fact that it was done so poorly last time and that in the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie and now that like seven years later there's a level of redemption and I was like, I want to see Deadpool done well. Yeah, but there's only so many people that give a crap about those. That's true, books. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the it's, He's weirdos. not exactly like Iron Man or something. Yeah, right. think no, about like true. the credible R-rated uh, comic book movies. Like the Mark Miller ones are all okay. Some of them are better than others, but then like the Zack Snyder ones have been really good. Oh, those are so you got three hundred and Watchmen. Yeah, those and are those, if they weren't rated R, they wouldn't have worked. No, yeah. Deadpool wasn't rated R. No, Deadpool, Deadpool can't work as a PG thirteen right. movie. Like it I just don't know isn't. if that's true though, because I kept thinking really? about this. I was grateful that they they weren't uh, they didn't have to shackle themselves and they were able to go a little farther and be more outrageous. I know that sounds like a funny thing to say. Um, but when all that stuff was happening while they were fighting about whether or not it was going to be R-rated, I kept thinking, the comic book's not even really rated it's R. There's no, like, really? F-bombs in the comic book, and yeah. there's not, like, you know, no, that's true. people there aren't are, being there eviscerated. There are F-bombs. Yeah, but it, it plays effect. The comic book, for all intents and purposes, is pretty PG-13. Interesting. I was wondering yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. But and isn't, it, so pretty isn't it... Marvel has a different imprint that they put yeah. out their adult books in, so Deadpool had, like, a... A title on that Marvel Max, yeah, Marvel yeah. Max. Yeah. But that wasn't the one people were buying. No one cared that right. much about that one. The one that was like a bestseller for them was the normal one, and it was it was crass and over the top and yeah. violent. Yeah, but in ways that they probably could have got away with a PG thirteen movie. Um, I think that what they were thinking was that like, but imagine what we could do if we didn't have to censor ourselves, sure. right? And I think that like the ability to take the violence that far and the crassness that far cushion the other mm. parts of it as well because it was so outrageous they needed to be able to like flex all the muscles to make it all make sense because mm. if you started pulling certain elements in then the fourth wall breaking would seem so far out there it might be mm. a little more jarring they did right. push mm-hmm. the violence pretty far which yeah. I he like kicked the guy's head at the screen yeah that <laughs> was <great>. awesome <laughs> was there yeah. a 3D version of this film when, no. when they're playing no, that DMX song but he's just kicking severed heads at yeah. the screen <laughs> But like the the one bullet through three heads that made it into the red band trailer, but yeah. stuff like that where 
the camera would pull away, but in in Deadpool they they make you, you watch it. it. Now that mm, is an effective use it. of breaking the fourth wall and 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 breaking it like steadily throughout the scene when he was counting off those bullets when yeah. he invited the audience to count with them kind and of the an, numbers yeah. were, were on the on bullets. bullets. On the yeah, bullet. that was yeah. wonderful. That was really that's a really well crafted bit of yeah mm-hmm. visual storytelling where it's almost like he's narrating it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're on the bridge with him. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, he was wasting bullets on shooting a yeah. corpse. He was like, Stupid. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so one of the things that's come up that I've seen that is really fascinating to me about Deadpool's getting so much press, obviously, for being the type of movie that it is and making the type of money that it's making that all these, you know, like focus groups that are sitting around like parents concerned for their kids are commenting on the fact that there's a superhero movie that's rated R, which again is not something that's never happened before. But the fact that it has Marvel's name on it, even if it's not Marvel series, is I think really confusing people. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know about the mutant divide. They see Marvel at the beginning. They think it's all the same. They assume that it's an Avengers movie. They forgot about Blade. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Good call. Played three. Played three. Played three. Yeah. yeah. That, that was right. all R-rated. They were Good all super true. R-rated. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> and, and let's not forget Punisher Warzone. Uh, 89. Yeah. yeah. The 1989 No, no, no. The no, most no. recent Punisher oh, okay. film. Warzone, yeah. It was worth a watch. Amen. That was really R-rated. He's yeah. g- he's going to maybe be in that but Daredevil season We're living too? in a post-Marvel Studios mm-hmm. world where Marvel movies are like, they are, are, I don't know how to describe it. It's the reason everyone goes to the movies in the summer. It's something that we all have right. to talk about and share yeah. in life. It's true. Yeah. So They've created the idea of waiting after the credits to the right. That's true. They yeah. built that out mm-hmm. more than anyone else. <laughs> Marvel, so worth it. A Deadpool. new movie comes along that's clearly marketing itself as a superhero movie uh, that has he says the word X-Men in the trailer and it has Colossus, which is a slightly recognizable figure. Yeah, right. She's been X-Men in previous. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you get the Marvel card. It just yeah. doesn't say Marvel Studios because they still have the same company card at the beginning. So yeah. audiences are like, well, this is weird. Then they're going to see it with expectations that are slightly different than if they went into Watchmen, you know, expecting to see something that was going to be really dark and, you know, exercise in the human condition and yeah. deconstruction of the superhero mythos. And they're like, oh, this guy's a mutant, but man, this is so obscene. So all these like, uh, you know, parents watchdog groups are being like, oh my gosh, Deadpool, don't let your kids go see him. Like we have R-rated movies come out every week. We just want to see the Stan Lee cameo. Oh, wait a second. It has a freaking (laughs) R-rating. Stan Lee's in the strip club. I know. He's like, (laughs) he's the DJ. (laughs) (laughs) I was even thinking why Stan Lee didn't make up Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) That's like well after his time. I'm like, man, you retired by then. You were living on that Fantastic Four money. But then a di- another interesting conversation came up that I wanted to hear what you guys thought about. I read this interesting review in uh, the San Francisco Chronicle where a critic was so upset about Deadpool because he felt like there's nothing likable in this movie whatsoever. The characters are unlikable. The idiot. story is unlikable. <laughs> hear him out first. <laughs> I've read the article. <laughs> um, and... Uh, he had some I just want to read you guys a couple of the quotes he says it's a disturbing film in that all the things we might normally attribute to ineptitude the fractured narrative the confusing visuals the repugnant lead character all these things seem intentional 
possibly the harbinger of a new aesthetic. Maybe it doesn't matter anymore that we don't know what's blowing up so long as something is blowing up at regular intervals. <laughs> He's talking Man. like it's a Michael Bay film. That's, ex- that's what I'm like. This isn't I'm Transformers. Like, did he How many things blew up? Like, what are you talking there wasn't about? even that many explosions. Well, it blew up. The helicarrier didn't even blow up. It just fell down. The mutant farm or whatever it was burned. The mutant yeah. farm. <laughs> the mutant. Yeah, sure. Let's call it that. Yeah, the mutant factory. Get your muties. Yeah. He goes on to say, maybe it doesn't matter that we're not made to dislike the characters we see getting killed so long as some violent death is depicted on screen which is maybe all audiences want and all they ever secretly wanted so this guy's losing his faith in humanity (laughs) over watching to stop so he just can't appreciate the anti-hero right right that seems to be the not only does he not appreciate it he seems like he doesn't get it as a concept right like wonder how he feels about breaking bad here's has he seen taxi driver (laughs) or fight club or yeah fight club yeah has he like so here's some traits of the um lord byron classic anti-hero usually male considered very attractive physically i'd agree with about that with ryan reynolds um he has a lot of magnetism and charisma he uh, is very intelligent, perceptive, and sophisticated. Maybe not Deadpool. He's emotionally sensitive. He loves that girl. He loves Vanessa, um, which may translate into being emotionally conflicted, bipolar, or moody. He's self-critical. He is cynical, world-weary, and jaded. He's passionate with strong personal beliefs. His intense drive and determination to live out his philosophy without regard to others' philosophies produces conflict and may result in a tragic end should he fail or revolution should he succeed so it's like a classic literary trope that this guy who probably what he saw some transformers movies and then watched this and got mad that stuff blows up and wrote a snarky article because he doesn't understand i think he's taking he's he's trying to draw an easy bullseye over it because everyone wants to pick on superhero movies and Mm -hmm. franchise movies and tentpole movies and all that stuff and there's reasons Mm -hmm. to pick on them but he's like oh i want to i want to hate it because it's superhero movie and i'm a fancy critic but it's different, so I guess I'm just going to say that, you know, he's unlikable or stuff blew up. But it doesn't seem like he was watching the movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think he watched a different mm-hmm. movie. This guy must hate movies because he missed the whole tone and point of the movie to to make a critic of it, to make a complaint of it. Comparing it to something like Transformers or whatever is, is missing the point of the whole thing. Like, what is he? Because then he's fine with superhero movies where everyone's like, really like sugary sweet and fine like every the whole point of every superhero is that they're slightly conflicted or else you just end up with like the ubermensch which is like superman and he's if you've seen man of steel you know superman's got some stuff going yeah well that's because Zack snyder freaking jacked that up Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. That's another oh boy. day. Man of Steel is great. Yeah, Man, Man of Steel is great. All right. Well, his closing argument in his review is uh, Deadpool is supposed to be a funny superhero, but really, what's so funny about a character acknowledging that he's in a movie? What's so clever about little references to other superhero movies? It's the easiest thing in the world. You know what's hard? A good story, a well composed shot. Deadpool makes fun of itself when there is barely a self to make fun of. Whoa, Whoa, Tyler, Mm, sounds like you and this guy should (laughs) hang out, (laughs) have some coffee. I think that uh, Deadpool had a strong, very traditional storyline about a a guy down on his luck who was dealt a bad hand, Uh kind of forced into an unjust situation, trying to get revenge and make things right again. He He was fighting for his own... 
for his own sake, but also for he really rose to the occasion most when it was uh, his girlfriend's life on the line. Right, and he was so trying to get had integrity to go back to his girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. the point of the and he was, was just consistent. it was a lot of like self-loathing or or embarrassment right. that kept him away from his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and so the, he had a lot of in, inner conflict that he, of course, you know, <laughs> very openly was aware of. <laughs> 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 But uh, it still was very strong, like motivation and very strong storytelling. Even the even the like cinematography was fantastic. That opening right. shot with the SUV rolling slowly—it's like how do you get through that opening shot and still and say there's oh there's no good shots in a movie? Yeah, criticize sure it's not a the lack of creativity. Movie, but it's like it shouldn't be. It's a superhero movie. They should be like I saw, fast I mean, cuts. I keep bringing up that counting the bullets scene, but the way that that scene was crafted and shot. The way, like, with the out loud narration instead of a voiceover, with the like bullets that how could they possibly be num- <laughs> numbered, right. mm-hmm. and and that was like that's the the way that they played their violent and s- violence and spectacle in the movie. Not like Transformers, where alien robots are running from ten different types of explosions, and he seems oh, to be gosh. describing the latter. Mm-hmm. Well, th- yeah, and I think if you're gonna make a a comic book movie that stands out, one that's m- gonna be memorable. Unlike Iron Man Two, like you make Deadpool, <laughs> like you're gonna remember this this picture is gonna well, stand you gotta out. Got to hit on Iron Man Two out of all of them. Is the weakest. He's been hurt. It's awful. <laughs> He's been hurt by it. Apparently, He's been hurt. Oh, I didn't it was know the whips. It was the whips. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Oh. <laughs> I just think that his whole critique at the end about like how it's the easiest thing to make fun of yourself. It's too flippant. That's not actually true. I think it's, it's the, easiest the easiest thing <laughs> to pick on a superhero movie, and he is being lazy. No kidding. Take that, San Francisco Chronicle. A good story and a well-composed shot is hard. I agree. I think that yeah. they achieved that yeah. several times. And they, they checked both, both those boxes really convincingly. Yeah, so mm-hmm. y'all don't listen to him. Yeah. yeah, stop reading the San Francisco Chronicle world. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> this guy, maybe give it another chance. Maybe you were having a bad day. Maybe he also was having a President's Day date, but his didn't go well oh at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. Maybe he yeah. got dumped. <laughs> maybe she Could walked be. out on him because of the sexiest times yeah. scenes. Covered his eyes too, one too many yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, wait, I want to see that Christmas sweater. <laughs> I thought it was a great movie. <laughs> I I had a hard time with the with the villain. Yeah, I yeah it was the guy from the transporter. Just I couldn't, I couldn't oh, picture where he was yeah, from. The like, new yeah, the new he transporter. Was, he was the weakest point for me as well. When he was in the in the mutant farm, <laughs> mutant factory. We're going with factory. You also hated the villain in Ant Man. You remember those? Yeah, you that hated guy that bald guy. <laughs> you hate yeah, so you bad. hate bald guys. That could be, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Watch out, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> He shaves uh, his head. No, there's some. This guy was better than the guy from Ant Man for sure, and he was his most villainous. And I, I kind of got, I kind of got uh, insight into why he's evil and good reasons to hate him during the mutant factory scenes. Okay. I thought that he was best there, but it, everywhere else on the bridge and on the yeah. broke down Hella carrier. carrier I just didn't care. He about was reasonable. Mm-hmm. I agree. He was reasonably flat. Like I wish there'd been yeah. a little more. But then, for me, I think the point of the movie wasn't necessarily a well-developed villain. It was no. an excellently developed antihero, which I yeah, got. Which but I, got. I could have done a li- with a little more. Like <laughs> hey man, they spelled out his name with their bodies. That <laughs> yeah. was great. I liked the guy from Galaxy Quest more. 
Oh, the the, the one who made all the pedophile <laughs> yeah, jokes. The too, agent the Smith guy in the in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they did make him unlikable. I mean, I was he like, was I'm sick of him. He's I hated like, Francis. He was the worst. But when he like when you first in, are introduced to him, where you get out of the helicopter and he's sitting there on these unmarked right those cases, crates of weapons, and he just kind of stands up and you're thinking, who is this jerk? I don't. He looked like he just walked off of Furious Seven or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the transport Burn. Tra- or the yeah, transporter. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> Furious and franchise. I just, I just wasn't really into it. I, I get what they were going for, but I, I kind of wish he'd worked. had a silly costume, like a villain's <laughs> costume. You know, I read a, a I Nick, like that a not so positive review on the movie, and they were saying that the only thing they didn't like about it was that the revenge payoff seemed kind of anticlimactic, and the hero or the villain was a little flat. And I, when I was reading that, I was thinking that that wasn't the point of it. Like what Matt was saying when he was, you know, it was kind of like, don't do it. Whoops. You know, and it was like not a big payoff or anything because that yeah. wasn't the main part of the story. The main part of the story is watching him. Oh, I love that part when Colossus it. gives that big heartfelt speech. Like yeah. Like four or five moments and then he's like, well, F that. Like, and just does and it. I was like, that's brilliant. I know, but it's, it's not a very, end, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 all that cereal. On that cereal. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> how does his, is, Harry, is his insides metal? How no, come his? Not. How does he see if his eye, actual eyeballs, yeah. are metal. chrome? Why was why? he eating cereal all metal? Why? <laughs> why? Why is he staying metal? <laughs> oh, and if you were wondering, yeah, why is he? He doesn't always have to be metal, right? No, no, no you yeah. know, if you remember from the earlier X Men movies, he's not Russian, but they went on record and say the days of or the events of Days of Future Past changed it where he's Russian now. So that's <laughs> okay. Wasn't he Russian in the books? Okay. I in he was the books, yeah, like, but not in the movies. Isn't his the, sister Kitty Pride in his shadow cat? That was his lover. That was they, his lover. They oh. invited the actor who p- portrayed Colossus in the X Men movies. What, what he's only in the United, right? Uh, X Three, X Men United, yeah, yeah. But the then third. he's no, in he's terrible in two. third one. He's in two. He's in two for one second. Yeah, this when cool they raid thing. the mansion. Oh, okay. Oh, when he, they come and steal them all. Yeah. He tries yeah. to protect him. Yeah. yeah but uh, they offered that gentleman a chance to play Colossus in Deadpool, and he said he didn't. He wasn't interested in the idea of him being CG the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah, hey, paycheck's a paycheck. Well, hey, you should have talked to him. You sound like an agent over there. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 Step Liam, right up. Don't let Liam be your agent. He ain't concerned <laughs> for your career. <laughs> it's like, well, who is that guy anyway? Like, hey, Brad Pitt, how you point? doing? Welcome to my office. What's up? I just don't know if I should like be in Big Mama's house three. It's like, hey, Brad, paycheck's a paycheck. Paycheck's a paycheck. <laughs> Paycheck's a paycheck. <laughs> Unless it's Get Iron Man here. 2, then he's going to say, no, you stay clear of that. <laughs> yeah, Reboot Iron Man 2. Don't do it. Yeah, so. he is freaking <laughs> Russian. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know who the, the real... He wasn't in the movies. You know oh, who the movies. real villain is here? Cancer. Ooh, yeah. man. Freaking but he cancer. Beat it. He beat it. <laughs> I'd love to punch cancer right in the face. Stop. He'd yeah, no, that's fair. You should. The, the mutant factory was just a necessary evil in that stupid transporter, dude. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, freaking Francis. Liam, Francis before Ajax. we end this episode, we'd all love to hear about you know how the date went. And yeah, why don't you tell the world? <laughs> well, it's weird because well, here no, we met, got her the ticket, went and sat down, start talking a little bit before the previews, but then the previews start and you're still trying to have like little subtle talk, but you know your your head's kind of kinked, gonna be not facing each other because you're side by side and like well okay yeah I we got to dispense with the pleasantries and kind of go with these like overwhelming previews we'll we'll reconvene after this 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, sure enough, you get plenty of TNA, hard R violence. <laughs> Good and, grief. And uh, boy, it's, yeah, action packed. And then, well, you get the, then, no, the funny thing is at the very end, you got to wait for that Easter egg at the very end because it's right. standard, yep. you know, procedure Marvel. And uh, so then you have like little chit chats about, oh, during this is a good credits, movie. During, during the, the credits. During the credits roll, waiting for Ferris Bueller. Yeah, waiting for that. And which I'm going to say, you know, I'm like, I was talking to her. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be an anti-Easter egg. He's going to say, what are you still doing here? She should all be going home. Get out of here. And she's like, no. I'm like, no. Oh, you watch. called it out loud. I called you it. called it, man. I called it out loud to her. Solid. Well, you could tell that story to your grandkids someday. You know what? I just might. About how you went to a movie with some other girl before <laughs> <Yeah>. you met <laughs> grandma. And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> we had these jack-offs in the theater that, like, as soon as they comprehended that it was a Ferris uh. Bueller thing, they had to yell out that they understood what Dude, they were doing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> even though the first kid, whoever got to it first yells it out two more guys 30 seconds <laughs> it's like yeah that's in Vancouver yeah, yeah. it's Deadpool yeah <laughs> I've seen a movie what did you think did Deadpool tickle your fanboy fancy or overstay its fourth wall breaking welcome let us know by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com or by bothering us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at youhatemovies and facebook.com slash youhatemovies. <laughs>